powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Game Over Toronto after the Leafs fall yet again to the Florida Panthers. This time they waited till overtime to disappoint us. Uh, going down 3 nothing in this series. Another game where the Leafs cannot score more than two goals with many a person missing with an unfortunate injury and our favorite goaltender going out in the middle of the game. And all that mm-hmm. and all kinds of disappointing things happened tonight. Harnish. So yeah, glad, I'm so glad to have you here with me. Tell me all about what you're feeling, man. Listen, I asked the chat just now. Um, describe this game in one word for us, right? And the words that I'm I'm seeing: gutless, pain, awful, sag. We got a we got a Twitch viewer over here. Um, that pretty much sums it up. The Leafs lost another game, which they looked horrible for i mean the the last couple of games at least uh we could say that hey the leafs controlled the play for the majority and they had to slow up here and there no no this game was the opposite panther the panthers took it to them each like every minute of it the panthers controlled um even in that third period where we had a couple great chances to start off look at the last five minutes just completely destroyed um yeah, it was a, it's a tough loss. It's a tough loss. Not not good. Not good. And yeah. not something that Stanley Cup caliber uh, teams generally do. Um, as everyone exactly. is very aware, if you are here, then you are aware of the fact that only four teams have ever come back from a 3 nothing, uh yep. series deficit and come back and won the thing. So, um, Funnily enough, yeah. uh, one of those teams was uh, the, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah, <laughs> en route to winning the 1942 Stanley Cup final. So, <sighs> guess what? At the end of the day, they're still gonna gonna make us hope, eh? They're they're gonna string us along every last yeah. second, and we have two days until until game four to see if uh if hey maybe we can win a game in the second round, eh? Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't maybe that be we great? can avoid the one game emojis that are going to be the next one game. The next new joke for the Leafs is going to be the broom emojis because we got swept. Like, uh, yeah, you know, it's funny. 14 years old. When's the next I know. round win, guys? Huh? I know. It doesn't <laughs> count if you don't get a win. <laughs> I uh, yeah. Just, ugh. Anyway, really quick, before we get into all of the not good stuff, uh, let's have a quick word from our sponsor, Sports Interaction. Get in on the action and make your bet with Sports Interaction. Every hit, every shot, every goal from all your favorite teams and players, and if it's Mitch Marner, I'm sorry. Uh, with competitive odds, the best live in play in more ways than ever to get into the game, like Minute Madness, our exclusive game with so many opportunities to win by the minute. Download the app in Ontario. Use the QR code at the bottom of the screen or head to sportsinteraction.com slash SDPN to get started 19+. plus. Please play responsibly also we are raising money throughout the playoffs for alphabet sports collective um alphabet sports collective creates a safe inclusive environment in hockey for folks of all sexual identities and gender expressions through education community building and mobilization you can donate to alphabet sports collective through the link in the chat um you know it's funny the last game where the leafs also lost uh three to two funnily not funnily enough um the last like 10 minutes I barely watched because I was just, I could smell it that they were going to lose. I could just, you could just tell by the way that they were playing. And that lasted yeah. the whole third period this game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The whole third uh, period. It, the whole third period. I mean, look, look at the, the rest of the periods too, right? It, this is just, uh, how many times did we see turnovers? How many times did we see giveaways? Um, the Ryan Martyrs, O'Reilly giveaway. Oh my God. Yeah. I, but I, I can't even fault him because he played so well. Or, I mean, he was one of our better players.
players. I, I don't want to say he played very well, but he was one of our better players through the majority of the game, right? But we talk about the stars not showing up. Uh, we were just talking about it right before we got on. Uh, we got live, right? Mm-hmm. What are the point totals that that are our uh, our top four, our core is bringing up for us, right? Today, completely, um, they were they were completely hidden. I could I. I had no idea Matthews was on the ice at all. Marner, I noticed him. You know why? He had two horrible turnovers behind the Leafs net in the first period, right? And they both led to really high-scoring chances. And against a Tam or against a a Florida team, which really just grabs the chances by the balls and and takes the games from you, like yep. you can't be giving those away, right? No. They're the how, the, the Florida egregious. Panthers are good enough without you needing them to give them opportunities. Like, and a giveaway like that with Matthew's last game is the reason that the Panthers got the game-winning goal last game, right? So it can't be understated. Oh, well, it's one bad giveaway. Yeah, and it was 66 seconds the other day that took the game and made it a 2-0 series lead and not a 1-1 series lead, right? Like, it's uh, now it's not, oh, well, we're down 2-1. Now we're down 3-zip, guys. 3-zip. And I... You know, I don't know about you. I don't know how you watch the game. I don't know how everybody in the chat watches the game. I don't know if you watch the Steve Daniels stream or if you watch it on Sportsnet directly or or if you watch it in a bar with your grandmother, whatever. Um, Steve was talking about the fact that, um, you know, you watch a game like that and it, it's just so deflating, right? Because just put me out now. We were even talking before we came on stream. Like, I don't want to. We have to wait two days now. We have to wait two days exactly. now for the, for the Leafs to either make a huge comeback win in a game that matters, even though tonight definitely mattered. We get two full days to consider how all of the happiness that existed nine days ago or eight days ago now has just evaporated, like rubbing out. How long alcohol. ago was that series win? Saturday. It feels like, an, yeah, I know. It feels like an, like ages ago. Yeah. Right. No. Nope. You, you got that win. We were happy. We were grateful. You saw the whole city light up. Yep. And what now? Like, I want to see a live feed of um uh, uh of like the city. Like, what's going on there? It, it just imagine if that goal by um what was that through the legs through the legs uh chance in the, in, the th- in that third period yeah um who was that let, let me just get it oh, off oh uh, sam bennett sam bennett yes just uh, like that just sums it up for the least just imagine if that goes in that would be the most leafs way to lose yep. and then again we go to ot and we lose again off of just the leafs falling asleep and not being able to track their players yep. right Today's micro today's game was a microcosm of how this whole series has gone. It's been exactly. this, it's been the same problems throughout all three games, and tonight was a perfect example. The only difference was tonight that was the Leafs didn't get a single power play opportunity. Which, yep, okay, that's that's important because that's never happened to the Leafs ever. And against Wes again? <laughs> against yeah, because yeah, if you didn't know Wes McCauley ref tonight, and by looking at the penalties, you probably could have guessed that, which is unfortunate, <laughs> right? And it's it's interesting that even in overtime, there wasn't a penalty called. Like there was penalties that should have been called in, in the Leafs' favor, and it just didn't happen tonight. But that's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes, right? And yeah, I, I think like it, these penalties are, are a huge talking point um, in the entire playoffs, right? Because it's just not called the same way that, that it's called in the regular season. But at the end of the day, you know how it's going to get called. You know how how um, how they're going to they're going to ref it. And uh, you you can't use that as an excuse. I I just 
I, I just don't want to hear an excuse with that because the Leafs, even if you take away those those opportunities that they would have gotten in power plays, uh, look at game one. We had so many power plays. We controlled it, never hit the back of the net, right? Uh, so you never know, even if they go the Leafs way, are they going to be able to create an, an, and score off of it, right? Um, but the rest of the way that they played, the rest of the 5-on-5, five five, they were horrendous. And this was a first, in my opinion, um, that they lost a they they lost the entire game five on five against against the Panthers because you look back at the other two games right, um, I think they they controlled it through and through. They had moments here and there where, yeah, they let up and they let up hard. Today was the opposite. They got completely destroyed five on five. Um, I'll look up some stats, but it was it was not good. Just out outshot, um, every single period and. The crazy thing, too, is that, like, in the Leafs, in the first period, the Leafs didn't look bad. Like, Matthews got a shot off the post 18 seconds in. You know, the Leafs, the Leafs, it comes up, the Leafs are doing the slurpy slurpy lineup with 7 and 11. Um, Mm -hmm. The Leafs start strong. That's literally my first two comments. And Sam Lafferty puts up a beautiful, a beautiful goal from a nice cross-crease pass on a two-on-one opportunity from from David Camp. Sam Lafferty's first career playoff goal, so very exciting for him. Um... But then again, right after it, my second note, Mitch gets caught, turns puck over, um, they get hemmed in, right? And that was just, they couldn't, again, another microcosm of the whole series. They can't clear the puck. They cannot. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It was, it was so, the puck management was so bad, I couldn't believe that it was Mitch Marner on the ice. I Mm -hmm. could not. And how dejected did he look? Like that that whole play where he got stripped behind the behind the Leafs net, uh, there there was it was just pressure. The the Panthers just applied some kind yeah. of pressure. Forecheck. And Mar- yeah, exactly. And Marner had options. There was people beside him, but he, instead he decides to hold on to it and he 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 just looked they panned to his face afterwards or when he got stripped and it was just pure defeat it wasn't anger it wasn't hey i'm gonna go and try to make up for this like you saw nice he he had a bunch of um uh situations where he makes them exactly at the beginning especially in his first couple of games but he was on it right away yeah he was was going after and he's like hey i'm gonna i'm gonna try to get this redemption play right exactly marner showed none of that today yeah. And, and that was his second turnover that period. And it was what, within the first half of the period as well. Yeah. Right? Yeah. How do you lead by example when you're a leader and uh, by by showing this kind of play on the ice? There's, there's no leadership. No. And, it, and it's not only just Mitch, right? Like the last series, like, again, this is a different series, so we shouldn't even really be comparing them. But just humor me, okay? Mm-hmm. The last series there was almost no games where one of the top four guys scored. It wasn't always all four of them, but usually at least one of them scored. And this series, there's not been a, not only the core four, there has not been a Ryan O'Reilly goal. And has Mm -hmm. there been like a Morgan Riley goal? No. Uh, I think O'Reilly got a goal on the first Oh yes. In game two or in game one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Game one. Game one. Game one. He got a goal, but to your point, right. Um, Matthews, I believe he's only had like two assists the entire series. Uh, Marner, one assist, I believe. Yep. Uh, Nylander, one assist. Yeah. Where's JT? Where are the goals? You yep. got to be producing. Like, right? it's, it's, don't get me wrong. I'm glad that Sam Lafferty got his first career playoff goal. That's great for him. And there was a, a, a breakaway not long after that with Jan Croak and McCabe. That was another two on one that they almost buried. But again, this isn't the almost Stanley Cup playoffs. 
Exactly. <laughs> right? Like this is like you said earlier, oh well these don't count and this doesn't count and the deserve to win on meter doesn't count. Well, posts don't count either. And how many mm-hmm. posts have we had in this game? How many turnovers where we almost made the right pass? Right? Like we almost made the right pass. We almost, you know, Justin Hall almost had that one the one check. You know, like yep. in the game of inches, almost count for cover your ears kids they count for shit all on the scorecard exactly exactly that, you matter. hit the you hit the, uh, the the nail on the head right there um i don't care about how close you are i don't care how many posts you hit Nylander nope. hit i think three the last game doesn't matter right. they lost the game when you look back um years from now are you gonna remember forget about remember years that one from post now. next week if you think back yeah how many posts are you how, how are you gonna remember that or is there a stat for that no the stats are goals, assists, yeah. and most most importantly, wins, right? Yeah. And um, the fact that our fourth line, our bottom six, are, is the the ones that are the, the, the players that are contributing is insane. Yeah. It's insanity. And that, those How opportunities are, the... are being missed, right? In the last series, exactly. our bottom six was scoring, but the top six was as well. And that's yeah. that's how you have to win. Okay, last mm-hmm. season the Leafs missed the opportunity to make good on a Jason Spezza fist fight. Come <laughs> on, okay. Again, how many opportunities have they had where it's just oh, it's just an inch off. It's a game of inches. I'm so sick of it. I'm so sick. Yeah. I'm not even like upset. I am apathetic at this loss because going into the third, I knew that the Leafs were going to lose. I could, I, again, it's like I could smell it from sunrise and then I don't know <laughs> how, because you know, you would think that going down to zero, they would have a little bit more gusto. And there was again, a couple great opportunities, but they're taking the good opportunities, but they're getting fewer of them because they're trying to cheat to get more of them. It doesn't work mm-hmm. that way. They're again, I'm not saying Kyle Dubas has all the answers or that he should be re-signed tomorrow if they lose. But the fact of the matter is, is you need to stick to your process and the top lines are not. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Dubas, I don't want to hear any type of blame being thrown at Dubas. I think Leafs fans are have kind of uh, shifted in favor of Dubas because he made all the right moves with especially just trying to load up this team and try to uh, create something. Uh, look at even the Gustafson move. I criticized Gus, uh, bringing Gustafson when that happened because I thought um, we don't really need him, especially on the the as a power play specialist. And look now, right? He's necessary. Who could have expected Gio uh, to play the the way that he has played Hall again, right? Um, so hats off to Dubis. He's done everything that he could. But yeah, like is at the end of the day, how many iterations of this team do we have to go through before something clicks in our top guys, right? Year after year, it's it's we we've had so much leadership, right? The the last couple of years is it's just captains after captains. Um, and this year we got Ryan O'Reilly, a captain that also can uh is still like in his prime is still a guy that can produce for us right yeah and hats off to him he has been producing um and i've heard that he's a vocal leader in the locker room right but our at the end of the day the day the cookie crumbles with our top guys if the top guys can't score if they can't get get something going we're not gonna win this game right no. especially when you're going with like an, a 7 11 which we swapped into this year or with with this game right it's a great move but if your guys aren't producing, if your guys aren't playing up to their ability, you're not winning the series. 
right? No. And, um, sorry, one more thing. No, you're uh, I'm not ignoring you. I have a stat beside me, and I was just reading it. Yeah, no worries, no worries. Well, <laughs> one more thing, like, um, I know me and you were really adamant about having uh, Boston in game uh, for, yes. for this next series, right? Yeah, let's talk about that. Armand and Fouad, how dare you? Every single person that was like, we want Florida... There's a reason Harnish and I are right here, guys. I would way rather be playing Boston right now than Florida. Like, at yeah. least there's a better storyline here. I, uh, I, If the Leafs lose to the Panthers in four or even five, I'm going to be so cheesed. Like, It's like that that uh, the Columbus loss like a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, where it's just it's lost. There. But honestly, like, that's that was my thought process even like before this game. But now I'm thinking uh, I'm thinking about this game and like really thinking about it logically. Do you really think the Leafs would would care or play with more gusto against the Bruins? Like you're down 2-0 in a series. Um I, you're if you lose a game 3 and you're down 3-0, that could very well be your series, right? I don't think like what more um how can you put like a bigger fire under their butts than like being swept in a series or having a potential to be swept in a series? That should be the driving force, right? I don't know. I don't if know. That, and, and it doesn't maybe drive you. Why will Boston do anything for you? I don't know. And maybe we're just projecting, right? Let's talk about, we're talking about things that like that tilt the ice, right? So yeah. both teams tonight were even on hits. They both had 26. The Leafs mm-hmm. actually had 13 more face-off wins. The Le- they had 36. The Florida Panthers had 23. The penalties were two zip. We already know that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Giveaways, the Leafs had 13. The Florida Panthers had 12. But the most tilted statistic so far on this is worse than the power play minutes in the takeaways department. Mm -hmm. Okay. The Florida Panthers had 14 takeaways. How many did the Leafs have? I I have the stat, but. Dang it. (laughs) It's three. For those of you that aren't cheating that have the stat in front of you. (laughs) Ridiculous though, right? Three takeaways. That's it. Who could have guessed that? That's not good enough. That's not good enough. Just like at the end of the first period, they had, what, four shots on goal, four or five shots on goal? That's not good enough, guys. It's not good enough. That's how you lost those games that you did to to Tampa, and it's part of the reason that you lost tonight because it's very difficult to win a playoff game with only getting two goals. There are teams that can do it. The Leafs generally aren't teams that play well with only getting two goals, especially when those two goals are not from somebody that makes over $7 million. (laughs) Yeah. And what do you do in this situation, right? Um, Honestly, I feel like the Leafs should be matching up a little bit better against against the Panthers, right? I've heard a lot of talk about how the Panthers are exactly the opposite of what the Leafs um, would, would, I guess, like want out of an opponent. But they're a team that, yes, they are great on offense, but defensively, there's not much there other than Bob back in front of the net, right? You should be taking advantage of this stuff, right? Yeah. Especially when you have an elite, you have elite scores, sorry, elite scores like throughout, riddled throughout the team, right? Yeah. Take advantage of these things. Yeah. I I saw so many times where they try to, uh, try to have like drop passes or try to pass away and try to get some, uh, create an open shot. Just shoot the puck. Maybe something will go in, right? Yeah. You can't just keep trying to look for the perfect shot because... Look at look at the shots that Florida got. A lot of them are just them throwing something on and, and it happened to go in. And the they're last opportunistic, game, right? right? Yeah. The, look at the last game. Samsonov led in that second goal. Do you really think that was a high scoring chance? No, but it went in, yeah. right? Just throw something at this point. Try yeah. to get something going. There was more than a couple times tonight where like 
Morgan Riley had his stick up like he was calling for a slap shot. And then, and then someone passes it to him with enough power that he could get one off and he just holds it and makes another pass. There was lots yeah. of times tonight where there was there was too much time where the Leafs just held it. And that's not good, especially when the Leafs were having a really hard time maintaining any kind of zone time at all. When you get mm-hmm. when you're having when you're struggling to get any kind of zone time and you can't get your structure set up, stop trying to force it. And sometimes you just need to thw- you need to make it work off the chaos a little bit more because that's exactly. what. And I'm not saying that we need to try and play every single team the way they play us, but you can't play Florida the way you played Tampa because you're going to lose, and they have, and you're going to continue to lose if you don't make any adjustments. It looks like. And this is really rude to say because I'm sure that the Leafs video coaches did their job, did their best to try and, like, prepare the team. It looks like they watched none of the game tape from the Boston-Florida <laughs> series. It's like they had no idea that this was coming. They were busy partying after uh, that round one win, and they just ignored yeah. it all. And I don't know why. Like, it's been crappy weather. What are you going partying in? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, I don't know what happened between the last series and this one where – the power and the ability of all of our stars and the capability and this smart decision-making that we have come to rely on. And now because of their performance in the first round come to some, to some degree as expect, right? You for mm-hmm. so long, the Leafs didn't deliver, didn't deliver, didn't deliver, didn't deliver. And then finally, after way too many years and too many jokes, they finally um, give us a reason to believe and do the thing and get through the, to the second round and how Jack were we and everybody Everybody saw the goal celebration. Everybody saw the the gif of the bench when they won the series. And somewhere between then and game one, they just, I don't know if they didn't have their Weetabix or John didn't have his kombucha or what, but it's just, they don't look, they don't look like the same team that played eight days ago. And I don't know yeah. what the answer is. And that's probably the worst part of all of this. Chat, if you have the answer, please tell me so we can email it to MLSE. Because I can't, <laughs> like, it's not like, oh, well, us not getting power plays was the difference tonight. Because we got power plays more than the other team in the last two games. And we didn't win those either. So Exactly. I think it just comes down to the fact that they just don't want it enough. Right? Um, you, I look at the reaction of the players when they give pucks away they have turnovers right um we dogged on matthews and and um and marner the last game for their turnovers today again marner with their turn with his turnovers and um the reaction really tells all they they just they just don't have that drive in them and uh we'll talk a little bit about samsonov uh we'll talk about samsonov's injury right yeah but even when wall gets put in there right you have a guy that a young guy who has not a lot of games under his belt right his last game was uh i believe game one uh against tampa where we pulled samsonov in the third period right yeah that's a game that we lost seven three before that his last start was april 13th right yeah. he hasn't had a lot of games in him uh he 100 percent was not expecting to be pulled after samsonov has so, a freak injury so wait, right? wait wait that's his third yeah. game in a little bit over a month exactly not exactly. even a month, less than a month. Yeah, and even in the regular season, right? Yeah, you got to remember that's he what was I mean, backup. right? Like Murray the... was our backup. He hasn't had a lot of games under him, especially yeah. playing with the team. And when he gets put into the situation, the Leafs did not help him at all. The no. first goal, Duclair's goal, right? Um, that is a hundred percent on the Leafs. Yeah, they had a huge defensive, absolutely defensive breakdown. I don't know what happened between McCabe and Hall where they gave so much room to declare 
it was it, it was egregious. That kind of play cannot happen. Forget about the regular season. Forget about this being a a a a, a series where the final eight are are playing in the in the entire league. You can't even play this against the bottom team of the league. This is a stupid play, and and I look at that and I'm like, this this is the stupid like goals and the chances that that we're giving up that are losing us the games. Yeah. Let's say this doesn't go in. They're, they're going to lose the series. The Leafs win. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And and I just could not wrap my brain around how that even happens in the first place. They, it really looks like they weren't even communicating. They weren't talking. Um. For for everyone in the chat, I guess we can give a little breakdown about what specifically happened to that play. So the Leafs were on the penalty kill, right? Yep. Um, this was the a, very uh, end of the Shen... second penalty. Exactly. This was after Shen uh, tripped for Hagee. This is literally yep. the penalty that the Leafs got after they knocked out Samsonov, right? After Samsonov had to get pulled. And yes, like you said, literally the last five seconds of that penalty. Yep. Again, another situation. They were actually doing really well in that penalty kill. Yep. Warner had a couple stick interceptions. They, I believe, kept them within two shots and not really high scoring chances. And five seconds left in that penalty kill, and they blunder. Yep. They blunder so hard. Duclair is is in the neutral zone, um, a little bit behind uh, McCabe and Hall, and uh, he, it's a pass that many uh, many teams won't really go for, but. Ekblad uh, sees that that um, Duclair makes a move to get inside uh, McCabe and Hall. Uh, he's in essentially no man's land, and makes a pass straight to to Duclair. McCabe is facing the other way, and by the time he even turns around, Duclair is long gone. Yeah, you're not catching up with him, no. and he gets an easy shot. Yep, right. A goalie that we just put in. He's cold as as ice. <laughs> Cannot be colder. Literally right? two minutes. And you let him out to dry. Two you minutes. You left and... him to dry. Yeah. And it's funny. Well, it's not funny. It's not. Because the Leafs generally earlier this season when they played in front of Joseph Wall played very well defensively. They were mm -hmm. very responsible. And again, just another um, what happened to my team and where did they go? And where did all of that poise that is so so edified and so important in games like this where did that go from game six against tampa like where what happened to the are are they just beating you in small foot races so much that you don't feel like they have the gusto and the swagger to like be down by a goal with a couple minutes left and be able to come back and score because they just don't seem like they're playing like the same team. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like they just don't just maybe they need some more of those team dinners that Keith was talking about, right? Like maybe <laughs> maybe they need more kombucha or less or maybe they need more sunshine or or maybe what because I don't know what happened to make the Leafs go from playing as hard as they were and caring as much as they were in every game in Tampa, not even just like the important games, the important games in like game six, but there was consistent effort to some degree in every single one of the Leafs games against Tampa, save for maybe one or two. Mm -hmm. This one, it was like, dude, where's my team? Yeah. Um, one thing I did want to say, um, you talked about about them not having the gusto and not having the 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 speed, I guess, right? The swagger, yeah. This is yeah. This is something that Shen, um, another guy that's that's slow, not fast, right? He's he's a big body, but he doesn't have the skates, right? He doesn't have the feet under him. He's able to slow down the play to his level 
by being smart and putting himself in in like strong positions, positions right exactly why are people like Hall, McCabe today, and especially Geo, not able to do that as well? You have the same veteran experience, um, and they no, they don't. None of them have won that... a play, have won a, a Stanley Cup. Oh yeah, okay, I guess has. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. But yeah, in the regular season, right? They they were able to do this, and now it's just like are it they... evaporated. Yeah, what what happened? Right? I don't know. Ridiculous. And I don't know, and it and it might cost Sheldon Keefe and Kyle Dubas their jobs. Oh, you know, dude. because uh, with yeah. how the like at the end of the last series, everybody was like, "Resign Kyle Dubas now, resign Sheldon Keefe now." Da 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 da. And boy, it's. I mean, listen, it's not it's not Kyle Dubas's fault, right? Like, it's not Kyle Dubas's fault that Matthew Nyes got hurt. It's not Kyle Dubas's fault that uh, Ilya Samsonov left the game uh, with a bad injury. Uh, yep. n- none of that is his fault. But at the end of the day, Justin Hall being in this lineup today is his fault. <laughs> and Mark Giordano, for all of all of the experience and and veteran leadership that they say he brings to it. You know, he's also had a couple of really bad plays, too. And mm-hmm. while, you know, so on the one hand, no, this is not Kyle Dubas' fault. On the other hand, it kind of is. It kind of yeah. is. And yeah, having Hall is... You know, yeah, and but like... It wasn't, the cookie didn't crumble with Hall. That's that's the biggest thing, right? It's, it's He's not the only one holding the cookie, but his portion of the cookie has crumbled. Exactly. You know what exactly. I mean? That's that's you're you're on the you're on the money with that. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know that like, you know, like I said, I think Kyle Dubas has made some really good trades. He has made some very smart decisions and he has gotten some very good things done for the Leafs. I'm not saying that that hasn't happened. But the fact of the matter is, you know, I also don't think that like he could have known that William Nylander would fall off of the playoff scoring cliff this year. Unlike he has in past seasons, right? But yeah, you know, maybe, maybe a time, maybe it's going to be a bad enough loss, and maybe if they don't get it through, then maybe he is, you know, on the unfortunate end of that decision to be made because it, he is the reason that some of these players are still here when we know that they we should not have had them in the game one lineup. Mm-hmm. I yeah, it's tough. Like I, I still feel like Dubis has proven himself i guess like so far um it's tough being a gym in this league especially with uh when you're restricted so much with their salary and again that is something that that he kind of had a hand in right although you can make the argument that yeah you can make the argument that hey the salary cap was supposed to go up uh, and then COVID happened right but again it's it's situations like this i think i think um I think Dubas is safe, but Keith, man, his job's on the line. I think if there's one person that will fall, um, if they don't make it this year, or if they don't win even a game in in the second round, it's gonna be Keith. I think Keith, he he got he got out coached in uh in the Tampa series. Let's yeah. not let's not forget it, right? Now, okay, and and maybe that is who the axe falls on, right? Maybe that's mm-hmm. who has their neck on the stump. But and just again, humor me here. Yeah. Um. Under Mike Babcock, were the Leafs always a team that started on time? Never. No. Never. That was his famous quote. No. So that's not. You got to start so a game on time. That's not new. That's yep. not uh, the result of Sheldon Keefe. So maybe mm-hmm. it is a sense of personnel, and 
again, this is this is a very specific call out, and this is a very specific example. I'm not, and I'm not saying that if we lose in the second round, then this player is play, player player is traded. It is well uh-huh. known that William Nylander does not get dressed until there's like five minutes left before the game. Uh huh. You know, and I'm not saying that that's the reason that the Leafs are losing right now, but I'm saying. That is a flippant attitude that some players and players on teams that generally make it far into the playoffs do not have that sort of attitude. I can't imagine, like, Charlie Coyle on the Boston Bruins being like, I'm going to get dressed five minutes beforehand, guys. Is that okay? Like, mm, no, I can't see that happening. I can't see Braden Point being like, I'm going to put my skates on, like, as the anthems are going, guys. Like, I just... I think it's that sort of attitude. And that was a problem under Lou Lamarillo. That was a problem under Kyle Dubas. That's been a problem under so many coaches. And I don't know what the answer is. Maybe they need better alarm clocks or something. I don't, I don't know. And it's, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm stunned. What, I, what, what is the answer? Harnish? Maybe if I Chad had the answer, the answer, I would be a millionaire right now. I yeah. would be in, a, in, in, a, in Dubas' spot right now if I yeah. knew the answer, but yeah, like, and I love Nylander, right? He was he was one of my favorite players, especially when we drafted. And I yep. love the swagger with the kid. He has these he, great moments, right? Exactly. But it's just and, and especially in the playoffs, right? We forget like the last couple of playoff series, he's been our number he's one guy, it. right? Exactly. Yeah. He has been our guy. Um he's faulted a bit, but the biggest the biggest thing is is he just doesn't play at a hundred percent, a hundred percent of the time. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. You see lack in effort here and there. I think in game one and game two, they they were pretty egregious. Where you're like, yeah. Willie, what are you doing, guy? Yeah, what are you doing? Just just give us some kind of effort out there. And and it sucks to say because I know if we trade him, boy, is he gonna light up the league? Like, look oh at his, yeah, look at his numbers this year. And. And I feel eighty-seven this, points. Yeah, year before that, eighty points. I think he tied Matthew's forty goals this year as well. Yep. Right, he's an elite player, and the moment you let him go, he is gonna thrive. You know the funny thing? I feel the exact same way about Kyle Dubas too. Yeah, <laughs> I wish we weren't the first team to have Kyle Dubas as a GM. You know what I mean? I wish we were the uh-huh. second. Because uh, I think that eventually, you know, nothing ever lasts forever, and no yeah. job in the posi- in the NHL is ever permanent. Coming for you, George Peros, um, you know. But I don't. Again, it just falls back to who who's accountable, and it mm-hmm. it's a little bit of everything, right? Yeah. And it yeah. I actually believe that William Nylander, ever since they trade Rasmus and Pierre Engvall, hasn't been the same player. He hasn't been very mm-hmm. good ever after, since the trade deadline. And now I don't know if that's – I am sure that's not the reason why. But sweet buddies are it's gone. hard to not notice, right? And, uh-huh. you know, he hasn't been as good in the playoffs this year. Hmm. Interesting. Like, again, maybe that's – I'm sure that's probably not the answer. But, like, it's a little th- – you know, it is a tiny little red flag in a very large field. Sorry, my light just went off. Um, <laughs> no worries. Yeah, it's tough. I mean – and he had, the, and everybody was saying, oh, he was he was the best player on the Leafs on the third period, and that's great. And if you only play twenty minutes of hockey in a sixty minute game, you're gonna you're gonna fucking lose, and they're losing, yeah, yeah. and they might lose the series. Listen, uh, but I think like um, we can we can dog on on Nylander and stuff, right? But there's been a lot of players that have not performed um in the entire offseason. There was moments, especially in that that first series against Tampa. JT, a guy who defensively, oh God, was he a nightmare. Uh, Marner, 
he's not putting up the points that that we saw, right? He had a couple um, early on in the series against Tampa. Right now, he's literally non-existent. I can't remember a single time where I looked at I looked um, at a game and I was like, "Hey, Marner's playing well, right?" The the only two times I noticed him today was two horrendous uh, uh, giveaways, right? Yeah. Um, look at Matthews. Matthews is supposed to be our number one guy. He's supposed to be the best player in this series. And at this moment, is he even our, our is he even top three? I don't know, like, but I, I'm just very quickly. I think part of the reason that Austin Matthews isn't playing maybe as well as he could be is because mm-hmm. he doesn't know night to night who his line mates are going to be. And I think him not having a consistent left winger for basically yeah. this whole season has yeah. been detrimental, and I'm well, not. He's been playing with Bunton, right? Like this is, he's had enough reps, um, right? Where... But then Bunting was suspended, and he didn't exactly. get. And then yeah. he grew chemistry with somebody else, and then he came back, and again, it's just, <sighs> man, I got a. Yeah, that's what happens when you stir up the the lines, but yeah. Listen, not to quote when Star you're Wars, elite... but I got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> yeah, when you're when you're an elite scorer, when you're an elite player in this league, you get it done. It doesn't matter what happens, you get it done. You might have a bad shift here and there, but you're having a couple bad games at this point. You make up for it. You have those redemption plays, right? You exactly. have redemption plays exactly. like like Matthew Nyes does. You think Leon Dreisaitl doesn't have bad plays? Of course he does. You think Conor McGregor doesn't have bad plays? Of course he does. But then they go and they score and they make up for it. Right? Yeah, it, those guys aren't from this earth, though. <laughs> no, but no, but they are. You can even wild. look at you can even look at other teams, right? Like, look at Sam Reinhart and and I Sam agree, Bennett, yeah. right? Like, yeah. come on, the, you no, know, you a couple years ago, last year even, it was like, oh, Sam Bennett's going to be on the Leafs, and everybody was like, this this guy's terrible. He has yeah. been lighting it up for Florida, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so you know, maybe this whole oh well, he doesn't score lots in the in the regular season. It, I mean, we all knew it didn't matter because this is what mattered. And it mm-hmm. looked like the Leafs turned a, turned over a new leaf in round one. And it just looks like that leaf has, you. F- of course, the metaphor in this is just dripping with irony. It looks uh. like that leaf has now crumpled up and blown away in the wind. <laughs> like, their offense has dried up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The offense has and dried you know, up. <laughs> like, you know the worst part about this? Um, we have to wait two more days for another game. That, that, yes, that's a big (laughs) thing. But the fact that I still somehow, (sighs) I don't know why, but I still believe it's the worst part about this. I can never give up on this team and just be like, Hey, I'm done with it. Let me just enjoy the game or let me just watch the game with this zero, like uh, a zero back behind it. But it's just like, they keep drawing me in because I know the potential that, that that there is on the ice even oh, with Samsonov's injury which we should get to um yeah it doesn't matter like the team should be winning uh this series comfortably the fact that they're down 3-0 is is ridiculous but they should be the fifth team to to complete the reverse sweep it should happen is it going to happen it depends on what team we see out there yeah. are they going to be the Toronto Maple Leafs that we know or are they going to be the scared timid lackadaisical lazy team that we've we've seen the last couple of games and it really depends on what we see yep and nobody will know until 
you know, 72 hours from now, right? And that's probably the mm-hmm. worst part. Uh, let's talk about Samsonov really quickly because yes. we are running a little bit long now. Uh, mm-hmm. Samsonov, unfortunately, getting hit by one of our own players, Luke Shen. Shen. What? Mm-hmm. What? 40 seconds into the second period. Yep. Um, Joseph Wall comes in and... It was Murray a bad com- hit, too. Murray comes down from the box, and not yeah. a great thing when you see Ilya Samsonov not be able to get up. Sometimes he lays on the ground for a second, but then, like, the trainer comes on, and it's like, oh, no. But again, even in that moment, the Leafs are still winning up one nothing, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. knowing how well the Leafs have played in front of Joseph Wall, I didn't feel less, like, impending sense of doom. But the exactly. fact of the matter is, Joseph Wall is not responsible for scoring your goals, guys. Mm-hmm. He's just mm-hmm. not. So it Joseph Will being in net is not the reason that the Leafs lost. Like, yep. don't get me wrong. The Duclair breakaway is bad. And, you know, Anthony Duclair is no one that is no one that should be forgotten that is on the Florida Panthers because Anthony Duclair is an incredible hockey player. Um, and even the Carter Verhage goal, Verhage has been the best player on the Panthers for the entire playoffs this year. And yep. he gets left alone. And Ilya Samsonov going down was – the worst way that you could have started the second period. And for the second time in the second game in a row, the Leafs lose one of their most important players less than three minutes into the second period. Exactly. And I, there was a lot of talk, um, especially after game two, right? We saw the egregious uh, second goal, right? There was a lot of talk about people saying, hey, should Sammy even start the third game? Or should it be Wall, right? Right. Um, he, in that first period, he was fantastic. Yeah. He was he stood his ground. I yep. think he had how many shots on on him? Let me just Too check many. that up real quick. It was uh, he's the he reason seven that they shots. went Yeah, he's the reason yeah. they went into the into the first intermission up one nothing. There was a, a ton of great chances and he stood his ground and, yep. and he was just tracking everything perfectly. You saw he was we talked about about snarl and and like being angry. He was pissed off after that that game 2 loss. Yeah. Uh talking to a reporter uh, a reporter asked him about Bobrovsky and he's like uh I don't give a bleep like he yeah. doesn't he doesn't want to hear it no. he's dialed in and he was dialed in um and seeing him get taken down the he way that lost. he got he took the yeah the way that he got taken down uh Shen hit him straight into the left shoulder and it looked like his head snapped uh, a little bit like he had a little bit of a whiplash too mm-hmm. uh not a good way to get down and i hope that uh, that he's healthy i hope that that we see him again because i don't first of all wall is great um sam snob i would rather have him there uh but also if something happens to wall and he did have a, a shaky i think he he got hit um off of one of our team one of our our players stick in that third period as well i don't want to see murray take the ice at all right i do not want to see murray anywhere near the ice okay so for all of lee's fan sakes i hate i i hope that that sam snob is okay that um, was going to be my last question actually is who starts game four well it's yeah if sam snob is is healthy put him in um murray i don't want to see him at all i i'm sorry but before his injury um he did not look good after his injury still like he hasn't played a game in how long i actually want to look up the stat i can't remember exactly when his last game was it's been way too long long you don't throw him in there no yeah he's he's not someone that that i want to see in the lineup at all um way too cold yeah yeah, exactly and to your point um 
Wall played well. Like, look at the 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 two goals that 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 you mentioned, right? Uh, the first goal, Duclair's goal, that was a breakaway. Never should have even got into to Wall at all. That uh, that second goal from Verhage, it took a weird bounce. Guda shot it from distance, and it literally bounced off of Verhage's back. Right, mm-hmm. Wall had no chance on that play. Two stupid bounces. You can't. You can't blame Wall for for how those went in, and even that third goal, like we, we just weren't able to track, um, we weren't able to track the play. I I wish that he was able to slide slide quick enough and get to the other side and cover it up, but that was on the defense. Like exactly, McCabe and Brody both missed Sam Reinhart behind the net. Like, and da- I'm pretty sure David Camp was on the ice too. Like, it was it was really. It was really unfortunate that he got scored on the way that he did. Like all and three now, of those goals. But again, all three of them. yes, but again, that was not the first time tonight that Florida tried to wrap around. So I yeah. don't think that Wall should have be let off completely scot free for that. At the end of the day, yeah. I think wraparounds are one of the goals where there's never really a good excuse to get it. Like in fairness, the pass did happen very quickly, but. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have your, if you're in the superhero pose with your stick on the ice, even if your legs are up a little bit, if you have your stick down, it's going to prevent most of the, most of the goals because most of them just slide in on the ice and it would have prevented the goal, the overtime goal. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we can sit here all day and night talking about, well, if you made this play, maybe they would have won. But again, it's very hard to win a game, guys, where you don't score any goals. Exactly. That that's the that's my biggest point. Um, that I was trying to make. Like he, he does deserve blame because when anytime a goal happens, everyone on the ice deserves yes. deserves some kind of blame, right? Everyone could have. You could look back and everyone could do something better, right? Yeah. But the the point I was trying to make was he wasn't the reason why they went, or he wasn't the biggest reason why they went in. And I don't look at those goals as oh my god, we are so screwed. No. Uh, we have a goaltender that can't stop anything. That is not what I got out of that. What I got out of it was the rest of the Leafs hung him, up, hung him out to dry. Would you have wanted to see a spectacular save here and there? Yes. But this is on the entire Leafs lineup. It's not on yep. Wall or, or it's not on one guy specifically. It's a thing that Keith has to figure out and, and talk to the entire team. They all need to, to, to do a better job of just understanding and reading the play and communicating because that McCabe and I'm sorry I keep bringing it back to that to that McCabe um to that McCabe situation that that second goal Mm. um it just seemed like it was a lack of communication like they if you communicate and you talk about it uh there was no situation where where Duclair should be able to get past you like that just lack of just a lack of awareness Lack of situational awareness too, right? And maybe they were just too comfortable thinking, oh, well, now it's for some reason people thinking that, oh, well, Florida's Florida's a way less good team than Tampa is or Boston or anything else. The fact of the matter is you shouldn't underestimate any of your opponents going into the Stanley Cup playoffs because that's how you get burned. Teams Mm -hmm. have done it a hundred times in the past, and we will see if the Leafs once again make an understatement game against the Leafs. And if there will be four of us on Wednesday in a very sad podcast, or if there will be two of us celebrating the Leafs continuing to stay alive. <sighs> Harness, you got anything else before we sign off here, buddy? Yeah. One, one quick then. Um, 
it was really funny. Me and my me and my girlfriend, we were uh, we were talking about going down to Toronto uh, on Friday. She's a nurse, so she can't uh, during the games that that uh, that are that she has a shift on. She's just not able to make it in time. Uh, so Friday was supposed to be the the game that we go down to see, and uh, might not happen. It, it might not even happen, which is a damn shame. I, I'm yeah. really sad about that. Uh, so please, for the sake of of all Leafs fans, and please win one game. Please don't get swept. This is I'm not. I can't handle the, yeah. the amount of uh, <clears throat> new fun memes that people are going to poke at the memes yeah. for an entire off season. Oh, the curse isn't broken. Oh, I know. I yeah, don't even I don't, want to think about it. I can't handle it. I can't handle it. So please, I don't want to talk about the elephant game. in the room. <laughs> win a game at a time. We hundred yeah. percent can still turn this around. Yep. Uh, it's been done. It has been done. And by a Leafs team. Yep. Just get it done. One yep. game at a time. One play at a time. One shot. One possession. At, like it's, it's a yep. matter of inches play it you have a whole summer ahead of you if you lose right throw your body on the line and and play like you wanna you wanna win yep that's it because they're not gonna win the series if they continue to play like they have so let's hope for all of our sakes and for harnish's friday night plans that (laughs) the leafs decide to show up a different Leafs team decides to show up wednesday and we will be here regardless so can i give one last shout out yes of course okay um one one quick thing this is a part this is not a related to hockey in general but um i just want to say my heart goes out to everyone in in alberta that's affected by the wildfires Uh, yeah for those of you that know don't know there's a state of emergency in alberta right now and i believe it's like 20 uh 29,000 albertans have been forced out of their homes displaced Uh, it's a horrible horrible situation absolutely heartbreaking my thoughts are out with you um if you're able to donate uh please do so for the wild uh wildfire relief um i believe the canadian red cross um has a uh, a donation box right now so if you do have some spare change please do so um and yeah like my heart goes out to you guys i I hope all the best for you Myself as well, right? I mean, listen, there are some things bigger than hockey and people being able to be safe in their homes as one of them. So obviously mm-hmm. sending our thoughts out for uh, and all of the love out to the people in Alberta that have been affected and hopefully they get all those fires under control soon. Yeah. So for Game Over Toronto, it has been wonderful having you here. Thank you for joining. Make sure you guys leave a comment in the comment comment box down below hit like and subscribe if you like this video and we'll be back wednesday my name is lauren you can find me on twitter at lauren in the six on the right hand side of your screen which is the side mr harnish patel. my name is harnish you can find me harnish underscore patel 98 on twitter yes every have a good night everybody and we will see you back here wednesday night night game over powered by sports interaction canada sportsbook